0: Favorite mixed martial arts podcast, recording out of Los Angeles, California. It's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck
2: is that? Hey, everybody, welcome to the MMA Roasted podcast. Me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with my man, Bill Dawes. How's it going? I'm going to be covering my zit the whole time uh it's like i either have like a lot of zits come at once or just one huge one i'm not sure what's worse uh i'm also 43 and still getting acne there's all kinds of problems. that's good
1: sign that you're young right
2: does it or that's or that i'm stressed or that i'm not sleeping enough or my diet's bad uh there's a, it's a lot of signs but uh it, or it
1: testosterone right
2: good. yeah testosterone thank god i'm married you know my wife says she finds it sexy she's like it, it, it makes you look manly <laughs> i'm like yeah,
1: she okay. finds your pimple sexy
2: yeah, I was like, I go, is this gross? you out. She's, she's like, well, no, it uh, it like it makes you look look, look, look like a man. And I'm like, oh, okay.
1: I'm like, all right. By the way, this is what I knew. I was with a girl, and this way I knew our relationship was over. True story. We were having sex one time, and she started picking a pimple on my back <laughs> during sex. I was like, oh, this is over. But, That's too it's long.
2: Than, it's better than one on your dick, right? Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah. So
1: those don't pop though, do they?
2: Uh, so, we had a show last night. Um, we had a show last night together uh, at the Soho House. If you guys don't know the Soho House, it's like this place in LA. I think they have one in Miami and New York. You have to be like a member, super exclusive. You have to pay a member. It's a good
1: it's place. Like $3,000 a year.
2: $3,000 a year. And uh, I guess, you know, like Brad Pitt or this one or that. You could see stars, or DiCaprio, or whatever. So, there was a comedy show there and uh good looking crowd. Like, it was one of those like. Very good looking. Yeah. Which. Whenever they're really good looking, I get nervous. Like they're if they're good looking from Orange County, I'm happy because they're not affected. Um, if they're good looking from LA, I get nervous. I get nervous that they're more like there to be seen, or they're not. They're on their phones. Or but this was actually like a great crowd. I don't know if it was because yeah. I did a whole week at Reno last week, so I did eight shows. So I was like, you know, you do eight, ten shows in a week.
1: Yeah, you're in the groove.
2: In the groove. But I went on first and I was like, I fucking, like, I, I, my, I came home. My wife's like, How was your night? I'm like, I, I almost got arrested. She's like, For what? I'm like, For murdering the crowd. And then she's like, <laughs> She got like mad at me for saying that. She's like, Okay, whatever. But then it was like, Then I had a show right after that at the haha. And, and I always get some, I don't know about you, but sometimes I'll have a really good show like at eight and then it, it's in my head. And the 10 o'clock show never goes as well because, yes. Especially if it's at the same club.
1: Because, yes, that's. Uh, that's me with chocolate sundays and at oh, the Laugh Factory I'll have one killer show and one show will be terrible every time
2: because the early show people are there they have jobs the next day it's less of a club less of a cool factor they're there to laugh yeah. sometimes I feel like the ten o'clock show with people like like looking around it's a little bit like. I don't know. I, I feel like they, they listen better in the early show uh, there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's always the case. Or sometimes you do the road and, like, Thursday you fucking murder. And then you're like, oh, this is going to be a great week. And then it progressively gets worse. Um, yeah. A lot of times you're listening for the laughter. You're, you're comparing it to how it was. It's a full crowd on the early and it's not on the second show. There's a lot of different factors there. So I have to tell myself, all right, Adam, don't get cocky. Uh, don't put, you know, don't keep your hands down. Don't think that you're this. It's a whole new set. Uh, yeah. And it was, it was a whole different crowd. It was all black crowd. They were laughing, but they were laughing at different, at different types of jokes. And I was, it was, Um, it was fun. It was, both shows were really fun. Uh, but how did you do on that, on that Soho
1: crowd? Um, great. Great. I followed, uh, I followed someone who didn't kill, which is, Usually, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you what happened. Adam, this is really funny. Because when I started, I do this thing where I start, where I talk about the fact the fact that I'm not vaccinated. Right. And I go, you know, I don't, I don't want to get it. I go, I already had COVID. It was so uncomfortable in that room in L.A. with all those rich people saying, I'm not vaccinated. Like, you could just tell, like, so for like two or three minutes, I had to, like, dig myself out of that. Um, cause I, I said, it affected my, I go, I had COVID, it messed up my heart. The doctor said it made my heart a little, um, a little Republican. And, um, and they just were like, everyone's just like, Ooh, Is this guy, like, so I kind of come back from that The show that it goes great. But afterwards, so many women came up to me. They're like, don't tell anyone this, but I voted for Trump or don't tell anyone this, but I'm not vaccinated. <laughs> Like, now, like, if you're not vaccinated, that's the new closet Trump supporter. Look,
2: I'm vaccinated, but I am not telling anyone how to live their life. I'm not one of these people that goes around, you have to get, I wasn't the people with the masks. I think the problem with the masks is that you got people that, like, were not given power in life, or, and then they got this little power to uh, tell you, and they fucking took it to the nth degree. So the point is that people come to you, put on your fucking mask, and you hate that person so much. It's not even the mask. It's the fact yeah. that you're being scolded and that you're yeah. like, all of a sudden, this person has power. And now you, like, hate that person more than you hate the mask. And it's sort of like a, Ugh. Yes. And that I feel like it's the same thing with the vaccinated. It's like people are just – they want to go and, like, tell you that they're better than you or this, that, or preach it. Like, you do you. I do me. You know? Yeah. I got vaccinated. That's, that's it. But I'm not going to, like – shame other people or yeah go out and you know I just I just that's not my thing I don't care I I care but I don't I got my own fucking problems in my own world yeah (laughs) you know uh so anyway uh what are you doing by the way so you just had a baby yes uh can we tell you a story a little bit about your first baby uh yeah okay so your first time you had a baby you didn't know you had a baby uh a girl that you had hooked up with that was like a former colleague of yours or you worked together three years into the, had a baby, and three years later it says, by the way, you have a child, right? So you missed the first three years.
1: I, I missed um, the first two years. So I missed the pregnancy in the first two years, yeah.
2: That's that's, that's tough, that's really hard. And,
1: and particularly I, now, now that I have like a little baby, yeah, I'm, like, that's the best. It's the right? best,
2: right? It's the greatest in the world. But- The first time they smile at you, oh. It, it's, there's nothing better. Like, my I, I took my kid to school today, Put her cheek next to my cheek while we're walking. Like, I, you know, uh, yesterday I got a, I got a haircut. She started crying. Daddy, where'd your hair go? I go, I got a haircut. She goes, no, I want it back. I go, it'll grow back. She goes, I'm waiting. I'm like, no. <laughs> but Mayhem, by the way. Hold your daughter now? She's going to be three next week. Mayhem, you're actually sideways, by the way. I mean, oh, I am sideways? No, no, Mayhem is. Normally, oh, that's how you want to be set the whole oh,
1: May Mayhem's here? I didn't see him.
2: Yeah, mayhem's down there, but he's sideways. <laughs> uh, can you please? I mean, you could do this if you want, uh, but it's totally up to. There you. we go. Yeah, I mean, perfect. That's perfect. Um, Who films their portrait? So uh, mayhem is always chewing on something. Uh, yes, sometimes sometimes the cement on the floor. Uh, but <laughs> so so but Bill, I mean, how different? How crazy is this experience? We, we, about mayhem. By the way, we were saying that Bill Dawes, the first time he had a child. Uh, a woman told him, three, two years into it, by the way, you have a baby. So he didn't even know he had a baby. He had a one-night stand, or it was like a, you know, whatever, and then all of a sudden he has a baby. She now told me was, the dad was Matt LeBlanc. She said that the that was Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. Um, and now it was your baby. Um, but and you, well, but you, who
1: was paying the child support, LeBlanc or you? Unfortunately, I think she wanted him to pay, obviously. Why wouldn't you? But then the baby looks just like a ginger like me. So he was like, this isn't my kid. And I think he got a DNA test. Man, to disprove thank God
0: it. for racism. Thank God for racism.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think that was an episode of Friends, actually. Um, so, then, um, so then you find out it's your baby. Uh, now, is this – by the way, your, your first daughter, though, doing great. She's in, like, Clemson or
1: something, right? She just graduated Berkeley.
2: Just graduated Berkeley. Did really well. Lesbian. Uh, salt of the earth just great person and you guys have a Let great
1: throw in
0: lesbian and you guys <laughs> well i like how you said like uh, she did really well she's a lesbian
2: and,
0: uh, that, i think that speaks to more how he views men
2: man. uh but you, you guys have a great relationship though right you guys have a great relationship now
1: yeah yeah
2: okay so now but now yeah, having great. yeah doing this the second time around this wasn't expected either Right. This was also uh, a baby that was just sort
1: of sprung on. We'd you. broken up, and then a week later, she tells me she's pregnant. <laughs> Man, your pull-out game weak. Ah. <laughs>
2: um, so I mean, now, but but you're but you're taking you're doing the right thing. You're taking care of the baby. How how is it like versus the first time that it was no, you didn't do it versus now? I mean, is this a whole a culture shock for you?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just so weird being with a baby in the phase where they can't hold their head up. It's just a different thing, you know? Like, just hold it. It's You know, man, it's just – I don't know if you have a kid mayhem, but it's sort of – you can't really describe it. It's like a mushroom trip. It's like a constant mushroom trip.
0: And I I can't really describe it because I've never met the little (laughs) bastard.
2: Yeah, it's like holding a football with the arms and legs for the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, you should have spiked that one. (laughs) Now, Jason, uh, you seem like you're doing very well. I've been following you on Instagram and talking to you. Um, How are you doing, man? How are you adjusting? What's going on?
0: Oh, it's all a fraud, bro. I'm just showing, like, uh, the happiest moments of my life. The rest of them are just pure, unadulterated hell. I'm constantly in pain. Oh, everybody always wants something from me. Everybody's always calling me about something I don't want to deal with. But I love it. But I love it, yeah.
2: Um, How's training people? How's the gym?
0: (sighs) Well, you know... Training people, that that's up to them, really, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm going to give 110% effort every time I step into the gym. Uh, and, you know, to be honest, there are a tremendous amount of athletes that are giving 100, 120, 150%, you know. But, you know, there's a bunch of fuck-ups, too. Right? That's just how life is. It's full of fuck-ups. And, uh, you know, these guys are going to learn, or they're not. Well, did you – I mean, you, you had, had a, a lot not. of coaches – you had a lot I get paid either way. You know what I mean? I'm just walking through I'm still living.
2: You know? now you, but you had a lot of coaches growing up. I mean, you had uh, – I mean, when you were at Rain. You had Mark Munoz as your wrestling coach. You had Jason Perillo as your striking coach, right? You had Hendo. And uh, for a while you had – you have Matt Hume. Was he one of your coaches? Um, In Japan, advisor. Not a coach. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. I mean, did you always give it 100% to these guys? Or were you kind of sometimes looking at these guys not like, uh eh. No,
0: no, yeah, no. So I fucked off a lot, too, you know what I mean? My space came out, I was chasing vagina every which way. You know, I just gotta be honest with you, you know, I I fucked up my career a lot. Now it feels like a chance to, like, uh, kind of uh, guide some dudes and ladies on the right path, you know, to, like, uh, uh, stay focused and uh, not make the same mistakes I, I made a lot of times, and you know, uh, I mean, I still became an international superstar, despite my shortcomings, but I think that there's some people out there that will, like, go way above me in the sport just because uh, of their gifts and their hard work and their ability to focus and not be distracted by all the pretty lights and celebrity ladies and, you know, man, man. The whatever, you know,
1: whoever whoever it is that distracts you, you know. Hey, ma'am, let me ask, this is a hypothetical. If you're Simone Biles coach, what would you say to her to get her out of her funk? I don't know. Uh, to be honest, uh, I don't know the
0: intricacies of the situation, you know. Uh, you know, from the outside here, and especially because I come from mixed martial arts and not gymnastics, you know. Uh, I would say, Simone, stop being a bitch and get back in there and fucking went the goddamn gold so we could get some more McDonald's sponsorships. <laughs> but you know, that's just me. That's just how I would react. And I don't know the introduced, like I said, I don't know the ins and outs, you know, I, I don't know which doctor uh, adjusted her sacrum. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't know what the hell is going on with Simone Biles. So I can't really comment like that. As a competitor, I'm like, look, our best gymnast, get in there. Like, we need an individual gold. Come on, Samuel. But, you know, the athlete side of me says, okay, she doesn't want to do it for some reason. Maybe she's starting her own gymnastics uh, Olympic fighting championship. I-, I don't know. I don't know what- what's on her mind or who's uh, saying, hey, sit out this one. But, I- you know, is stealing uh, Simone Biles from me, and I mean, I'm just talking about.
2: Yeah, let's yeah. let's talk about that for a second. Right. I, you know, I, I kind of agree with Mayhem because they said, you know, she's having mental issues. That's a big, like, <laughs> that could be anything. That could be suicidal thoughts. Uh, that could be like, oh, I just I have I have anxiety. That could, I could that could run the fucking the gamut. So I think it's like 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 he said. I know Bisbing, you know. He kind of chimed in a little bit with, uh, he kind of, he's getting those, a lot of, uh, a lot of people are mad at Bisbing for what he said,
1: and. What did you say?
2: Uh, I'll tell you exactly, I'm, I'm trying to look up exactly what he said, uh, but it basically said like, kind of what Mayhem's uh, second thing of like, hey, I think people are saying that she's a hero for this, and he was like, well, why is she, you know, why are we looking up to somebody quitting? You know, and um, and that, and I and I understand what he's saying, but we don't know exactly what's wrong with her. You know, that's sort yeah. of uh, that's the that's the problem. I, I know that I know that uh, Ronda Rousey said, uh, she took Simone's thing, saying you know, hey, that's good that you know, that, that, I mean, you're going through this thing, I'm actually proud of you, and this and that. So I, I see both sides to it. At the same time, we don't know exactly what's wrong with her, and that's the problem, uh, Dawes.
1: Well, I was. Do you think that? Do you think that if any man had quit in this situation, they'd be called brave?
2: No, no. But that's not the issue here, though. I mean, it's not. This isn't a man versus a woman thing. I You're so brave for taking a sick day. That, that's that's what what's his name was saying. The guy. um... The guy who used to host uh, – that was on the show, the, on the ESPN show, the football player, uh, said that, like, there was a guy that, that quit and everyone was calling him, like, a pussy in a week and, a, you know, this and that. And then she does it and everyone's saying how, how like, brave she is. So that are – you, Are you saying pussy pass
0: right now? Or are you calling pussy pass right now? Are you saying women get treated differently
1: than men? No, because – That we're all is folks. a very
0: controversial statement. That right there – might break the internet for uh, use what were you to say that <laughs> women
2: are
1: different than men.
2: <laughs> what were you saying, Bill?
1: I forget. Ma'am, got me cracking up. What was it? Yeah, I saying? man. Fucking hell.
0: You know what I mean. I
2: gotta go take some bite off. <laughs> so yeah, let me let me find the let me find the Bisbing thing. The, the Bisbing comment. Uh, she said. Uh,
1: uh... Well, let me say this real quick. I'll tell you
0: what. I'll tell
1: you that's what. He said,
0: okay,
2: she, he said, she she health. Corner, so okay. she quit, and that's good. I'm my business. Okay, he said mental health issues need to be respected. That said, mental folder,
0: health issues need to be respected. But if you do not know going to win gold,
2: get the fuck out of America. It's a great impression. I, fucking, I, I thought I was talking to Bisming just now. Uh, that said, folding to pressure in a sports environment uh, was not a mental health issue, unless I'm missing some details. So if I apologize uh, from what I, I, what I read, I don't think I am. He goes, I know nothing about gymnastics. I do know, however, that with sports of any level comes a lot of pressure. Throwing in the towel as she wasn't having a, uh, a perfect performance is a good message it, 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 it has sent young athletes. Other people would have killed for that spot. She said, quitters never win um i mean
0: no that's fucking rock solid for my business i gave a shit but that's exactly that's he's right he ain't wrong yeah but he did say unless i'm missing details and i'm saying that we don't know exactly that's what i'm saying he covered all his base i think this guy is running for governor
2: of orange county soon or something (laughs) he covered all his bases you know yeah yeah he did he did and uh you know but she also won like she's like a 13-time world champion. She won like six. Yeah, it's not like she's never done this before. You know, it wasn't like the first time she won the medal and she quits. I mean, she's pretty much. I don't know. To be you honest, know, I took a look
0: here. Hey, I wanted. To, yeah, I I took the. First, she dropped out of the comp, the group competition, right? I yeah. took that. I took that as her protesting against Russia or protesting against the shitty judges. Or I didn't even see. The, the I didn't see the event. You know what
2: I mean? I, I don't even care about this event. To be honest, I, I wouldn't. even Oh my god, bro! You <laughs> fucking bite your fucking. <laughs> Hold on, bro. <laughs> Simone Biles is national treasure. He's great, you but, but you—you're well, gonna watch Imagine this? You're gonna watch him Springing through the air? You are not gonna watch this event,
0: bro. I would definitely watch the highlights. We right? got the highlights. You he's see. Do you see that outfit she wears? That leotard, that unitard? Yeah. Oh my goodness! This woman know. gives me—okay, uh, so then they like she's like good nightmares. What's a wake up. Okay. They're
2: saying She's a sexual assault victim of convicted former UFC gymnastics team physician Larry Nasser. Uh, you know. Yeah, of course. This motherfucker was.
0: That's. I made a joke earlier. No one But like, dude, Larry Nasser, like. Screwed up a lot of women's life, dude. If anybody catches hold of him and the prison, he's fucking done. He's done. He's done. oh, not just done, like done, yeah, like.
2: So what do they do? So a guy like him in prison, do they keep him by himself.
0: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, they yeah, they tried. The dude's like, uh, well, even on that kind of yard, like a uh, chomo yard, I think he would still get killed. Like the same yard with like. Uh, undercover cops and shit or cops that fucking got busted they hang out with the pedos and like I don't think anybody's gonna leave him alone.
1: so right oh. yeah so, I did right. a I did a you ever do prison shows Adam no I, I did like two prison shows but we had to do two different shows cause the first half the first show was for the sex offenders and the second show was for the like the murderers and violent criminals cause they couldn't be together cause they were, the sex offenders would get murdered
2: Oh, my God. I it was like imagine. that
1: was their policy. They couldn't have, could have them in the same part of the prison. I don't know. I was
2: bringing comedy to sex
1: offenders in prison. I, just, <laughs> like, 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 what? Usually the comics are the sex offenders. I mean, uh, I know. It's it horrible. So, Ronda Rousey wrote, Everyone
2: judging Simone Biles, Simone Biles doesn't know their foot from their asshole when it comes to being in her position. She's on the Olympic team while you're on Twitter. Whatever is going on cannot be grasped from outside. She's doing the absolute best she can given the situation she's in. Okay, but then people can't have opinions. So no one Who's cares. that? His, her mom wrote that? That's, that's what Ronda Rousey wrote. <laughs> oh, but she's
0: right. You know what I mean? Again, <laughs> another good perspective. She's another good perspective.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but wait, like, so she's just said business was right.
0: Yeah, I know. Everybody's saying the same shit, basically. We no, like, don't know. We don't know. Yeah, 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 right. right. I mean, but I'm glad Simone Biles is coming to MMA, you know,
1: that way she can come on MMA (laughs) Roasted.
2: She's coming to Uh, MMA, perfect. Perfect.
1: Mayhem, have you ever had a situation where you're fighting, not after you got hit, but you're fighting and you like forget where you are and like all that shit, like you don't know what the fuck is going on? Yeah, like
0: six minutes ago when me and Adam were fighting about a basement quote.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The Frank Trigg fight, right? The Frank Trigg fight when you got kicked in the head? I didn't re- I remember the whole entire incident. I remember getting kicked in the face. I,
0: I remember seeing the kick coming and going, oh, shit, that's going to be a good one. <laughs> and like, you know what I mean? And then my face opened up like a damn leaky sim, you know? And I said, oh, shit. I was like, I think I'm, no, I remember the kick, ca- the kick was coming. I said, that's going to be a good one. The kick came, I was like, damn, that was a good one. And then my face, I was like, I wonder if I'm cut. And then my face opened up like someone had a faucet on top of my head, rip, 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 and was just bleeding. And I was like, "Oh yeah, oh they're gonna stop this one way or another." And then like, uh, uh, TKO. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" That was yeah, that was a good call. I was getting <laughs> fucked up right now. And uh, I stood up and I went to the corner and asked Jan Henderson, "I was like, Hey, does it look bad?" He's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Pizza party at the hospital." <laughs> So uh
2: Jason I uh, remember the whole
0: entire I remember everything about that, yeah. Because you know, I wasn't like KO'd. I was just like fucking dinked and I knew that I had got dinked and I knew I was cut open. I knew that uh somebody better order pizza, you know.
2: Frank Trigg, by the way, I believe is a very underrated fighter. He doesn't get the Oh, fight. what do you mean? He was, at the time, bro, like he was the fucking guy
0: for a minute. Him he had that he only he got overshadowed by losing to Matt Hughes. Yeah. Uh now Matt Hugh, uh Matt Hughes, right? Yeah. yeah. Man, bless his heart. Hughes. Yeah, Matt Hughes. And like, you know, it's just one of those things, you know, where uh uh you know the real ones know, you know what I mean. People know.
2: Well, Frank, and the thing about Frank, though, and I, I like Frank a lot. He's still upset about that Matt Hughes thing. Like, he's still like, my life would have been so different if I would have beaten Matt Hughes. Like, it's still like, and I'm like, bro, your life is great. You got you got great family. You got great kids. You got your great ref now. You're an actor. You're in this. I know. But but it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, th- th- that's the thing about people like Jason or Frank Trigg or Simone Biles. In order to become great at something like this, you have to have such a fucking one track mind. Yeah. That it's not something you could just block. I mean, you can't just be like, oh, whoa, whoa, okay, you know, you're right. It these it's it's a fucking it's you have to be obsessed. You gotta
0: obsess. That. You have to be obsessive. Yeah. Yeah. Know. In, in order to do it, yeah, you have to have like something of obsession in you. And you know, uh, no ma- amount of Dalai Lama classes can make you completely calm, you know, because if you got into a sport that's like uh this uh intense and you know and all competition is intense from miles, you know what i mean all the way you know tiger wood like this this whatever you focus on and bring your intensity to then you know it's going to be an obsession for you if you want to get any good at it
2: now your first fight in the ufc they give you gsp yeah. Uh, crazy see, like, see, I, I took the I took the super rough route
0: every direction I went like I, I you know <laughs> my I mean, people skills are just developing yeah you I know? mean
2: give you a list of people you could have fought instead of GSP no what do you mean no
0: there's one guy you fight that guy uh, if not you know what I mean get the fuck out of here did you, like, that, a, did did you go the full distance with GSP oh yeah i took him nobody thought that he could because the guy was just a smashing machine and uh yeah i gave him a good one like the first tv fight i think it was but like, i don't understand
2: uh, i mean nobody told you like hey man this guy is a better no match. what do you
0: mean i saw tape on him i knew he was fucking uh, uh man i knew he was like canadian smashing machine you know so i was like all right get, get ready for that one with uh Jiu jitsu, you know, I figured well, I'll where you choke think- him out.
2: So, you thought you okay, this guy's better at wrestling, he- striking. No, no, that's the other X
0: factor is that we didn't realize how good a wrestler he was because yeah. he did like kickboxing mostly and bowl guys over with uh kick with his uh karate style, you know, and then you know, he had a guy like, one or two takedown, but he really developed that before he fought me, like, he was like, that was his game plan.
2: So, you figured he's better on the feet, you're a better grappler.
0: No, I just figured, let's get into, to, uh, well, yeah, that's what I definitely, uh, I figured. But I figured, let's get into a firefight with them just to make him tired for the jujitsu.
2: But I'm going to say, a lot, a lot of times they, they give you, or maybe back then they didn't, they go, here's three guys you can fight, which one would you want?
0: Oh, they, no, they just It was you a one. much limited pool back then. Like uh, There was less guys in the sport. It was uh, less like elite guys to, to show on TV. You know, yeah. it was it was like not a, uh, it was not the same time in mixed martial arts. And he seems uh, like a
2: real nice, respectful guy. Did you? Man, listen, get- I know you want to
0: You want to like, I, you know, for me, especially when I was younger, I like had to like hate a guy a little bit to to really fight him. Like I had to get hype and hate him, but like this guy was just like a gentleman and like. You know that was like I think that's the best approach. You know, a professional. You
2: know. So, so what did yeah. you you couldn't you couldn't get in his head at all? You couldn't be like, were you, did you say anything at the weigh-in? I you
0: know I was doing crazy shit at the weigh-in. You know what I mean? I had some platinum teeth, and I took my platinum teeth out. Like I got, uh, you know, just being my regular weird ass self, and uh, <laughs> yeah. And George just like took it in stride. Yes, I am almost on weight. I am almost <laughs> on weight. Like, okay. Bitch, look at me being crazy. Let me get in your head,
2: motherfucker.
0: <laughs> nah, nah. George St. Pierre knows what's up. Yeah, this guy is uh, he's like a—he's like a French-speaking Buddha. <laughs> he is.
1: Hey, uh, Colby Covington on his podcast said that George St. Pierre did so well because that was a different era, and and nowadays, uh, MMA stars would like make make easy work. Oh, them. Do you think that's true? Yeah.
0: I mean, that's ridiculous. The sport moves fast, but
1: not that fast. You know
0: what, yeah. what I mean? It's like uh, you know the guy is not uh, you know Moses Gracie in 1932. <laughs> we're talking about yeah, you know exactly. that we're think, talking about like, you know, like I a mean, who if Kobe
2: ever con- Kobe only compliments you after he beats you and you're retired, like a Woodley, he'll be nice to you at that point if he beats you up, or if there's no chance of you him fighting you, like if it's a, like a Daniel Cormier or something. Like yeah. if, you're, if you're if you're in his weight class and you're somewhere near him, he's never going to give you a compliment. Like oh, yeah.
0: This is a different, yeah. Oh, come on. This is, uh yeah. Kobe, this is a different animal, Kobe. He, like, thinks about everything differently. He thinks the world <laughs> hates him right now. He thinks the world's out to get him. The world is out to get him. Now, they, uh, the and that's his mentality. You know what? The world is out to get you, Kobe. You know what? You're not paranoid. Mayhem is telling you, Kobe. They're out to get you, bro. You fucking keep that in. You keep that in your head. Just because
2: you're paranoid doesn't mean you're
0: wrong. Now, the true. Big
2: fight, the big fight that never happened was Khabib versus ESP. Who do you think would have won that fight? Come on, man! Wait, what are we
0: talking about here? You're that joking, was, right?
2: No, that was a super fight that everybody wanted. That like
0: why don't well, they? Why don't they fucking do it? there
2: hey, well, I, I guess the you know what I guess on? It was Jake, Paul,
0: Jake Paul stole all the fucking, fucking dollars. Jake
2: Paul stole all the fucking fight dollars. I'm just telling. I'm asking you, who do you, who do you? All right, uh, how about this? A hundred cards. All right, a guy, uh, two guys that are fighting, or a guy that you always wanted to fight versus a guy that you did fight and beat. Robbie Lawler versus Nick Diaz. <laughs> uh, they're fighting. In oh, that!
0: I, I was waiting. I, you know, I've been thinking about this like all week and shit. Like that's uh. Uh, but I don't know what the date on the fight.
2: It's uh, September. September, I think, 25th.
0: Oh, it's too early to start getting hyped up for that right but now. Who
2: you thinks going to win? That's a, like six fights away, isn't it? Who? Somebody
0: is next. I got important shit to do, Adam.
2: Uh, who Who do you think is going to win the fight? This is a guy that you fought. What about him? Who's it? Robbie Law or Nick Diaz?
0: Oh, I don't know yet.
2: We don't I know mean, yet. Gotta,
0: how can you know this early you never heard nobody, like, you know. Well, Robbie Lowell
2: has not looked good his last couple of fights. Um, he's That's pretty guy. He's looked a little bit like he's on the, the downfall of his career, the B-side or the C-side. Nick Diaz he hasn't fought in nine years.
1: I mean, his last fight. Nine years? It's been that long?
2: Been a, his last fight, I think, was against BJ Penn, uh, which he destroyed, but it was a shot BJ Penn, let's be honest. Um, yeah. But – you know, he's still running marathons. He's still in shape. I know he was drinking a lot, but he seems like he's cut up and he's taking it seriously again. So he's got to be in his, what, 40? He's got to be pushing 40. I don't know how old Nick Diaz, but he's getting up there. Um, I'm thinking Nick Diaz is going to win this fight uh, based on activity of what he's capable of doing in the fight. I mean, his, you know, so that's what I'm thinking. But, I mean, I also I think so. I but like- think that- I think the UFC. He hasn't, been game. Game. he hasn't been in there. I think the UFC. Who, and too. who
0: fought? Who's he coaching? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what is he preparing for real, or is he running marathons? Like, that's different. That's two different sports.
2: His, his last fight was against Anderson Silva uh, in 2000. I remember
0: that. That was a pretty funny one. He laid no, no, that was against
2: <laughs> Anderson Silva in 2015. So that was seven years ago. Before that, he fought GSP. Carlos Condon oh. for that and then in 2011 his last win in 2011 so he's at, so his last uh, oh. so he hasn't won in 10 years but for that was Paul Daly with I got a super fight, fight
1: for you What's here's that? a super fight Nick Diaz, Nick Diaz versus Nate Diaz that would be huge come he, on that would be amazing
2: uh, I, I don't think you could get that it point. won't happen
1: but it would no, be amazing
2: it won't happen uh, all right more importantly uh, Limp Bizkit's coming to town uh, you guys want to go to the concert? The Limp Biscuit concert?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, new, right. uh,
2: it's in a couple of weeks. Bill, do you want to go? Yeah. That, I, have a, oh. I have a pretty funny Limp Biscuit story uh, before we get on back to fighting. So um, I was in New York. I was like 21 years old and started doing comedy. And this girl comes up to me and she's like, hey, you want to be Limp Biscuit on a TV show? Fred?" Derns. I was like, sure. Fred was like the hottest thing. Limp Biscuit was the hottest thing. So, like, okay, yeah. So, then I, I, like, went to the audition. They're like, they want you to sing a Limp Bizkit song. I sing Roland. And I thought it was, like, a TV show. Like, I was going to be an actor on a show. So, I show up and there's a guy that looks like Ricky Martin, a kid that looks like Little Kim, and a kid a girl that looks like Christina Aguilera. I mean, what kind of fucking show is is? They're like, okay, welcome to Space spiders? It's people who are obsessed with stars, right? So, they <laughs> interview me. And they're like, well, why do you want to be Limp Bizkit? And I was like, uh, I don't. I was a fucking comedian. At a comedy club. Like, no, we, we think you're obsessed with Limp I, I'm not. I don't even really like Limbiscuit. I, I just, I was doing comedy. And then the fucking director comes out. He's like, oh, you're going to be difficult? I'm like, I'm not going to be difficult. I just, that was not the show that I was going to be on. By the way, I think Jason, I think it's I think it's your thing, right? Uh, so I'm like, that's just, it wasn't the show I was supposed to be on, right? So then I'm like... So then they're like, okay, so they're like, just they come out, they're like, listen, you don't leave. Just 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 say that you wanna be, you know, Limp Biscuit and that you're a big fan. I mean, they dyed my hair blonde, they gave me the the fucking fake tattoos, the baseball cap, the whole thing. So I'm like, <laughs> all right guys, I love Limp Biscuit. They're my favorite. Like I tried to be all like corny with it, the people who knew me would know I was kidding. So then they're like, okay, first round, and then they have the judges, which are like little Kim. Uh, fucking Little Kim's a judge. It's hosted by Molly Sims, the model. And then it's somebody, I think somebody else is a judge. I think Christina Aguilera is a judge and somebody else. So then like, I come in like last place because everyone else was obsessed with the people. They're all getting like perfect tens. I'm gonna, I I'm got like a four, you know, like, so then I'm like fucking even madder, right? So then like, okay, now it's the performance round. So I got so fucking mad. I performed in front of a crowd as Limp Biscuit and I trashed a set. I'm like, rolling. it. I took off my shirt. I started humping the air. They're like, perfect, 10. They gave me all 10s. They're like, you totally became Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I dove into the crowd. Uh, and then, like, fucking little Kim came up to me afterwards. She's like, man, you're hot. Like, she got took a picture with her. I had a girlfriend at the time, but I'm pretty sure I could have smashed little Kim.
1: Damn the- it. Do you, have, do you have tape of that,
2: Adam? Do you have tape of this? I, I, I'm looking for this tape. It's called Face spiders MTV's Face Biters. I can't find it anywhere. I'm looking for it. It's like from 2000. Reach out to one of
1: the producers if you know any of producers. I did.
2: I did. I couldn't. It's in the year 2000. So
1: that's, my oh, be great, story.
2: Yeah, so that's my actual story. about. <laughs> bro, I saw you on that show,
0: bro. I've been <laughs> trying not to say it. I know exactly that show. Did you really watch that shit. show in two thousand or ninety-nine or yeah, eighty yeah, yeah. fucking exactly. I don't know what year it was. Fucking MTV
2: exactly, so so now I have to go see Limp Bro, we're
0: MTV alumni, you or not. <laughs> you were the Limp Biscuit dude that time I'm the Bully Beatdown guy, nice to see you bro I was
2: also on True Life, I'm a comic too, uh, I was on the True Life series I know, you were
0: on like everything you
2: got TV credits off ass,
0: for real know, you were on, you were it on, like, makes like, me
2: sad about that haircut you got <laughs> I, my daughter started crying and, and then she's like, what? anyway alright, so all right, back to the fights this week there's some good fights this week by the way Uh, Your boy, A.J. McKee, is fighting Pitbull. Uh, I have not interjected in
0: that camp at all. Why? Just because I want to stay out of it. But 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 didn't didn't Antonio, didn't
2: didn't the father speak for you? uh,
0: This guy, Antonio McKee, is an absolute gentleman, a knight of Southern California. You know what I mean? Like, so whenever he needs anything, I'm here,
2: you know? right. So, his kid is fighting Pitbull, who's 32 and 4. AJ McKee is 17 and 0. Uh, Pitbull, by the way, he's coming off a win against Emmanuel Sanchez in uh, one round. He beat Pedro Cavajo. He beat Juan Archuleta, who's a fucking thing. He knocked yeah. out Michael Chandler. This and guy is the journeyman
0: to end all journeyman, really, uh, Pitbull. <laughs> journeyman. Right? We we're to call him I mean, he's been in Bellator the whole time, right?
2: He hasn't lost since. We, in, uh you know what I'm saying. This guy has traveled around. Yeah. He's well. Daniel and Kenny right. I mean, he, he's beaten so many good guys. But Antonio McKee looks like the prodigy. I mean, this this, this kid has seen. Has he lost a round yet? I don't think he's lost a round. In, but now, you, you train with this kid, right? I don't know. I don't know. How good is he, Jason?
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Man, it's, it's just pretty amazing athlete all around, like smart fighter, like. It's very impressive, you know, McKee. Uh, uh, AJ, like, has, like, a strange slickness to a style that's, like, born out of being in, a like, a tight room where you have to fight your friend. You know, you got to be like, you got to go for it, you know. And, uh, you know, I, it's, like, a great test because, you know, on one hand, it's like, oh, Patricio pimple, what he just throw them hammers, right? Comes straight at you and try to bowl you over, right? That's pretty much. Am I right or wrong about that? No, That's you're right. Like, a monster, and then it. you got the opposite AJ, yeah. who slides around you, ninja style. You know, who spin kicks if he wants them. You know, uh, back fist and punching and jabs and wrestling too. Like really good, you know, high, top level wrestling. So man, it's two artists. You know, it's just like who's gonna paint the picture that night, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, this is a great fight. I mean, this is like probably, I mean, arguably the best 145 pound in the world. I mean, I because you got you got Aljamain and Peter Yawn. I out, out of those four, anyone could win those. Those I mean, you, you know, and Bellator doesn't have many guys that you could say are the best in the world. Uh, I can't think of another weight class you could even say that. And- I
0: mean, yeah, you can't say that, yeah. That's, he is the elite guy for any for any of the damn organization. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 145, for him to do what he does at that weight class is, like, pretty amazing. It's something about the weight cutting factor. Like, he doesn't really have to cut a lot of weight, like, to do that you know, and uh, just be, like, lean and, and uh, the absolute strongest on the day. Like, that's the most important thing, it's you know, is, you like, you, like well, he, when your body
2: peaks. It's funny you say that he became the best guy in the room because he has a guy, like, in there. But then you got a guy like Pitbull who literally has a brother who's also amazing. It's, like, two guys that are also forced to be the best guy in the room. No, no, <laughs> but, that's yeah. how it is, man. MMA is a family
0: sport, you know. Like, everybody is, like, in there. You're who, sweating who, on who each other. Got, you
2: got, who was a guy that you could say – was your got training partner that got you really good?
0: Oh, man, multiple. I have, like, some face punch friends from all over the world. They, like, help me get better, you know? It really – I mean, every you're everybody's student, everybody's teacher in the room a little bit, you know? Your technique has to come born out of a, something that really works, you know? And then you make it your own uh, stylistically, I'm saying. But, man, you know, I got off uh, – uh, I was <laughs> – I always get into the artistry of it instead of... I think you're asking me technical questions, right?
2: No, I'm asking you. I mean, first of all, you tell me stories sometimes where, like, you spar with Mark Coleman. I don't even understand. How, like, Hey, uh, Coleman, yeah, yeah. Like, know I mean, no, no, that. was 245 part. pounds. I don't know if he was juicing or not, but, like, let's just say the pride. You spar with pride Coleman. I mean, how did he not just obliterate you? No offense.
0: No, uh, the shoes, man.
2: <laughs> Wait what?
0: He's wearing his boots, man. The boots. You kept hearing. He's wearing him his boots. He always he wouldn't wear Not wear his boots. And I'm like, hey, you know, I'm gonna leg lock you, and then like he, I did because of the damn boots. I if I can catch on your shoe. Um, a jiu jujitsu, man. I just put my like pinky on his toe. You know, it's grab. But if you're wearing boots, ha ha. You got to be a handle there. You know, now, was, he the, when you was, was he the pride champ of the world when you are doing that? I think so, yeah, huh. So, I didn't even take into account that that was at the time that that's what was happening. So, I'm saying, like, when you
2: tap the pride champ of the world over and over with leg locks.
0: Bro, listen, uh, it's him and Barone fucking had a fucking yelling fucking match after that because Baroni's trying to tell him how to get out of a footlock. <laughs> Mark Coleman's like, I can't get out. <laughs> and they start screaming at each other, and I'm just standing there while civilians are watching this go down. What are, what are the funniest? Like some are... dude who paid twenty five dollars back fee to, to play like uh, sport jujitsu, and it's a bunch of MMA dudes about to murder each other. Like, uh, uh, and I'm just, and I'm just standing there, like, uh, you know, like a realtor, like telling two people that they can't have this space, you know. One of the funniest stories, Chuck Linnell,
2: Linnell, by the way, who wants to go into bare knuckle boxing, which I'm really against, uh, based on how he looked against Tito. Like, dude, I know you need money, but come on, man. Um, You know, who he owed, the tax man? What the fuck? I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. the uh, word was that he was. Something don't need like, money, too, right that, now? That, that, that was word on the street. I don't even know if that's true. He lives in like the nicest area. What do you do, buy a mat. He, like, he lives in like Hidden Hills and Calabasas with like his roommate. Oh, he, he's doing all right, man. Yeah, he's, he's neighbors with Drake and the Kardashians. And, yeah,
0: what's the matter? He doesn't have a 7
2: Eleven close by. He's bad. But um, the thing about it, though, he told me a story that when he was uh, in Pride, um, Mark Coleman and Randleman came up to him like the day before the fight when they were fighting, uh, when he was knocking, when he fought Crocop, And they go, hey, what should we do against Crocop tomorrow? And then Chuck Liddell said, you guys don't have a plan? They're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, all the way in or all the way out? And, that's, and he goes, okay. And then he knocks out Crocop the next day. Um, then he was fighting Fedor and Coleman goes, Hey, like they like I think the day of he goes. How do I defend a leg lock? <laughs> Which is like, Mark Coleman is like that to me is like the greatest. Some of the, uh, I, you know what? Maybe that's what it is.
0: Mark <laughs> Coleman was looking for all the ways to get out of leg locks, right? So he's just roaming the countryside, saying, "Hey, how do I get out of this leg lock?" And like he, he visited Mayhem, he went to Tokyo, asked some guys about it.
2: Yeah, he, I bet you you can't get Mark Coleman in a leg lock today out of him. Oh, dude, you ever, see that, you ever see that video when he pushed Rogan? Him and Rogan were, like, wrestling around.
1: Oh, uh, no, like, I believe They it. were, like, at I a UFC, it.
2: and Rogan was, like, kind of wrestling, and then Coleman just went, like, shoved him, and Rogan, like, flew. And, and this is <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Joe Rogan's a tough fucking guy. I mean, a, I mean yeah, he, yeah, of course, but, like... But Coleman, it's a different level. Uh, you know, like, you know, old man strength Coleman. Yeah, he That's a like, way bigger dude. Yeah, like, like Coleman.
0: Oh, my <laughs> goodness. What a great guy. Hey, have you rolled with uh, Rogan before? Yeah, we played at uh, Legends in uh, Hollywood. And uh, also before that, we were, we were over there at the Bomb, wait, Bomb Squad. Yeah, had uh, Eddie Bravo in that minute.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How would that, that go? Was he like, was he pretty easy for you to handle?
0: Oh, he was a black belt, though. Like, uh, he knew everything he was doing, but, you know, the size differential in us, you know, he's a different weight class, you yeah. know, with no gi, you know. There's, like, a lot of moves I could do as a bigger guy to, like, keep him inside the range, you know, and move, you know, move around to the side and, like, uh, kind of do some wrestling, you know, uh, to counteract the 10th
1: Planet style. Yeah. Who's yeah, the best it, jiu-jitsu I, guy in MMA that you've experienced or you would – Guess, <laughs> I don't know. There's been a
0: bunch of dudes in MMA, you yeah. I, it's oh man, uh, me, but uh, I, I don't understand what you're asking because, like, I like, was
2: like, saying, like, like, there was a guy I roll with. I remember Eric Bradley was a wrestler, took second in the Penn State. I remember wrestling him, going, "There's nothing I can fucking do against this guy. Like, like he's better everywhere. I, I, I can't take this guy. Like, I'm, I'll do my best." Bradley, yeah, he he was a good wrestler. Oh yeah, no, oh, yeah, Bradley, yeah, he was good
0: at wrestling, but just specifically wrestling. Style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was just wrestling. When you threw the punches at this guy, like it was no. Yeah, yeah
2: I, mean, I remember he He actually ran from the law and like stayed at your house. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: this guy. I remember this guy. I knew you bro
2: yeah him and pat him coming. Up
0: for some reason and i was like <laughs> yeah i remember that dude um but, uh,
2: but was there but he's asking you, was there a guy that you rolled with where you were just like i mean, like for, like a guy like for doom where it's just like next level for doom will fuck
0: me up but i would figure out how to scramble around him because i'm like lighter than him so like i'm like the little guy against him you know so like he moving like Frankenstein, I just like roll out to, to the side, you know, to the, try to catch his back and that kind of thing. Because like uh, when you're the smaller guy, you need to be scrambling, like make things happen, you know. The problem is when a big, big guy gets a good, good shape, it's like amazing, you know, because when you're heavy and in shape, like you can move and smash the, the smaller guy most of the time, you know. It's like up, up to him to find a way to counteract what you're doing.
2: What
0: about like Jason, Jack Robbie, like, he... like Jason Manley? Manley, like... yeah. Manley has like good, like a uh, long tensile strength. Does like a uh, fluid uh, maneuvers with his hips and shit like uh, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu style.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I used to watch Paul Harris. I remember thinking at one point, like, how is everyone going to beat this guy? He looked so invincible at times. You know what I mean? With his Jiu-Jitsu. But I'm to figure it out. I, I don't even, I, I'm sorry, man. I, I don't even really
0: remember watching no Harris fights.
2: Was, no, no, Paul Harris. He was the guy that wouldn't let go. He broke everyone's arm and legs. Like, he would get you in an armbar. Oh. he would fucking. Oh,
0: Polaris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Polaris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Polaris? Yeah. 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 Pilatus? Yeah. Pilatus. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. This guy, I don't know. I just think he, like, like had kind of, I don't know. I get it. He's like, I got to snap this guy's leg or I'm not going to make my money. Like, I feel like that's his – he's a nervous uh, energy kind of dude, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah! Break his leg! I, I just think he's kind of coming from, like, the Hector Lombard school of fighting where it's like – it's not like a sport to these guys. It's, it's a
0: fucking yeah, it's fight. personal life, bro. always. It's life it's, or death, bro. It's kill it's or a, die.
2: It's, it's a, kill a, or die. Now, did you watch, by the way uh, – I know, Bill, we watched it. Uh, Paul Harris, I mean, Lombard got in Tyron Woodley's face – at a bare knuckle boxing event, Paige Van Zandt lost to Rachel Ostovich because Tyron Woodley back in the day was hitting on Lombard's side chick. Uh, and that was disrespectful to Hector Lombard because it was his side chick and he was saying all this shit about Hector. So uh, <laughs> Does it, this girl side chick have a Twitter? Side chick? Twitter. <laughs> it's called Twitter Hector, Hector Side Chick, chick yeah. We, we gotta get the side chick on the podcast. That's our next goal. <laughs> <laughs> We, we, I think oh, I might know I'm who
0: crazy. it is, it too. I wish Are you serious? Was live. I would yeah. tweet it right now, though, to be honest. I'm
2: pretty sure I know exactly who it is. Uh, but, I mean, the fact that, like, I don't understand. Like, imagine he – someone said imagine he hit on his real girl, like his actual girl. Like, there would be – be Wait, he him. has a doll? He has one of those robot sex dolls, a real girl? No, no. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, that's probably – Hector's one of probably the scariest people I've ever seen because he's one of those dudes like Tyson where it's like – in a street fight, I don't think anything's off limits with this guy. Like yeah. fighting and yeah. butting. I feel like
0: he would bite you too. He's a Cuban. You know what I mean? He's a very vicious man. Yeah. The guy is pretty vicious.
2: When you were when you were uh in jail, did you see fights like that where it was like anything goes? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I already like
0: called him out like on his facial structure or something. I've seen that same devil inside other dudes, like uh, <laughs> You know, genetically. So uh, I appreciate. I, re, I, I very much respect Hector Lombard, and especially when I'm in range.
2: But I mean, what was the, what was some of the craziest he, he things? He supports you've seen? Trump. He
0: supports Trump, bro. he's got a fucking fire inside of this guy. Now, yeah.
2: what was the, some of the things you, that you've seen? Or like you see a guy you ever get his like nose bitten off or anything, or his eyes raked out, or
0: oh man. Why are you going to make me tell the story like this, bro? I feel like it's Sunday. It's like a nice day. You're in a fairy castle. You always want me to right, tell well, like, gritty want to live vicariously through you. That's like, what it is. I know, but I, it doesn't feel right. You got your penance back there. Leah, yeah, we okay, you're right. we don't you guys have to. go, go both sit we don't in the we alleyway.
2: We'll be in
0: the streets together. We'll be in these streets Hey, hey! Go out in your front yard, uh, Adam. Turn off your geolocation.
2: <laughs> no, you're right. No, that doesn't think just, like You know what I mean? Like, like when Tyson bit off Holyfield's ear, like it was like, yeah, he lost a boxing match, but he won. Yeah. He won the fight. I can understand why. I can understand
0: why he did that. I can understand if you go back and watch the fight. you I can understand why he did that. He was getting headbutted a lot, right? Well, head, yeah. Holyfield was doing that shit on purpose, knocking his fucking head against his face. That's pretty slick and like mean and illegal, but like Mike just couldn't take it. He was fucking, I'm done with this shit. I bit the guy. I, I could understand. I, I sympathize with Mike Tyson. There are so many things sometimes, Jason. When you're in the zone, when you're in the zone trying to get the guy, we're in the zone trying to get the guy really with hard ass punches, you know? Like, and then you're getting head-butted, and a fucking referee's not, you feel kind of overwhelmed, you know what I mean? Spit your mouthpiece out. Then, you know what? I already went this far. And then <laughs> fuck it, I got a piece of his ear. Here we go. Uh, we're going to the commission with this.
2: Well, well, I mean, sometimes I, I think that I'm like, you know what? Like, where do they come up with these tricks? Like, even when McGregor was getting beat by Poirier, he he, he pulled the inside of the glove down and then up kicked it. And Dustin said, "Hey, ref, like he's do, like," and I'm like, "That's a pretty fucking slick trick." I, as cheap as that is. I didn't even know that even existed.
0: That's what I'm saying. I feel like if you could get away with it, if you could get away with it, it's kind of not cheating, right? Well, like, if, a guy, if the if the referee didn't see it, like, fuck it. Uh, you can't just stop the fight, go back, on, uh, look at every little angle of the, hey, you see in slow motion here, Mayhem uh, actually cheated, grabbed the guy's glove and punched him in the face. So like, oh, so what? The ref didn't see it?
2: Well, I, mean, I remember I had a wrestling coach in high school. I, well, when I went to Oceanside High School for, like, all of the vacations, like I went to practice with the high school team of where I before I went to boarding school, and, the, and there was a coach that was, like, an old-school coach, and he would teach you how to, like, basically choke a guy out uh, with, like, a head and arm, basically, and then shake him, and then yeah. shake him to make it seem like he's still moving. Yeah, like so a then reverse darts. <laughs> then, you get, then you get the pin – you get the pin, and then the ref, and then oh, the guy's still passed out, and I'm like, man, like I never even like what even like thought of that,
1: you know? But did you I, do it? Did you try
2: it? No, because I no, I didn't. I, I never did that. Uh, it was sort of like a hail mary kind of move. But Jason, when you're at the gym, and like McGregor obviously was taught or or figured out how to up kick while holding the gloves in. How many of those tricks do you guys like, hey, by the way, we can get away with this fucking thing? Like, is that like a thing that you guys talk about or people teach you?
0: Nah, I mean what I you know, I was making a joke about it, but like, you know, there's like certain techniques that's like gray area, you know? Like there's always like the rules are like kind of uh subjective, aren't they?
2: Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. it's how
0: they're enforced on the night of the fight, you know, the referee well, if the referee has a different bias, you know, it, it's all you know, you gotta yeah. take that into account.
2: Well I remember GSP was accused of greasing. That was the big thing, greasing. Oh yeah it was BJ Oh yeah Penn. he did that. Oh yeah he did that. Yeah.
0: No yeah, I think we're already all past that. We're no but against
2: you that. against you, was that a was that a thing he did for Yeah, did yeah
0: of course. I thought it was pretty fucking clever. I was like <laughs> son of a bitch I was like damn I should have thought of that. Yeah. yeah. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So wait, right? so you're yeah.
2: fighting him, and like you're fighting him, and you're going, "Wait a minute, holy shit! Like this was a good idea. Why didn't I?" Or were you maxly mad? Well, no, I tried to fucking protest.
0: You know, I was like, "Like, hey, Big John, bro, like, they fucking hit me with another elbow." So I, <laughs> you, it, it, I watched the video. Go back. I do. I, you can hear me. Hey, Big John, he's greased up. Oh, he's yeah, okay. What? what? He's okay. Shit, Big John, bust my nose.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I remember I had Victor Ortiz at my house for the party, and, like, nothing gets me more upset. <laughs> remember when he fought Mayweather? And he and he finally was, like, kind of oh, winning, sort of. Like, he got mad, and he's like. Yeah, he was fucking whooping him and, like, get let up off of him. I know. He then, let he, then he hugged him, okay. Then he hugged him again, and Mayweather's knocked him out. It's like. little too much respect. A little too much respect. Too much. Too much respect. Too By the way, here's
1: respect. a we- here's a re- he weird weird rule I saw. If you're on your back, and sometimes you side mount in the cage, and you put your feet on the cage, and you use your toes to pull yourself, you can't do that.
2: Yeah. How the fuck else
1: are you supposed to move if you're against the cage? No, on the I bottom? think
2: you could have them. To, you could you could walk it. You just can't have your toes like in the cage. Like it's a weird thing. Like you can walk on it, you just can't like grip them. I've only uh,
1: seen that recently with the toes. Yeah.
2: What I, from what I understand. So UFC this week. Uh Uriah Hall versus Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland's the guy. Remember that I show you that video, Jason, of the guy that you train with that was like the jiu-jitsu guy that you said was kind of that Perillo's gym. He did that weird like thing where you could snap your arm. Uh remember that big, remember that big kind of fat guy that but he's great at jujitsu? And you said you trained with him before, and he's he's like kind of cheap. Um but you said he and then he he did it again against Strickland and Strickland flipped out against him. Like, Orlando. Orlando. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the guy I that he fought. Orlando. Yeah. Now you said against him, against you. He tried that or no?
1: Was he cheap against you too? Oh, of course,
0: yeah. But I saw that shit coming. But I was like, damn, that shit was sneaky. What Son is the move again?
1: What is the move, man?
0: Like a fucking like a little kung fu whip of the dude's arm. You know. When you're in a clinch. Like you, yeah. When you're in the clinch, yeah. Yeah, so basically... Like, the, the, like, just kind of... You get his elbow to bend backwards, but it's his dumb fault for being relaxed while you're sitting there, you know what I mean? So you got to catch... Like, you got to catch it, you know?
2: So there was a uh, video that went viral. That this,
0: uh, it's kind of like a kibora, like a standing kibora, sort of, with your back.
2: So there was a video that went viral, basically. Strickland is kind of a, a guy that, like, is known for going really hard at the gym. He goes 100%. He went up against Orlando, who, who had basically strickland said something to him beforehand like you shouldn't be here blah blah, blah. it got kind of a heated roll, and then he went for that stand for that like almost like an uppercut you know break your arm thing but i guess it's one of those things that just all it does is fuck your arm up it's not even a real submission move it's just like a it's a move to fuck up your arm strickland flipped out and then like basically karate chopped him and like kicked them sort of away and it got heated the video went viral uh, this guy got, like, fucking, like, death threats, this guy Orlando. But Orlando was, like, one Abu Dhabi. Why, though? Why? He's, like, a, I mean, he, because everyone's, like, the guy's a UFC fighter. He's training. What are you trying to break his arm for? He's in a main event. He's fighting Uriah Hall. I and mean, that's
1: a pretty well, good point. Everybody you know knows what I mean? I mean, move. the guy is training for a fight. That's kind of a dick move.
2: Uh,
1: yeah, oh, they're saying sure, it was a dick
0: I mean, everyone knows that move now.
2: <laughs> so it was, like, one of those things where uh, – when, when, you know, This guy made a video to Orlando, and when, after hearing him, you can kind of hear his point. You're like, okay, I can see what we're – you can see it was just a heated thing. And people that train with Strickland say the guy's a psycho in, in the training, but he's also an amazing fighter, and he's just one of those guys just goes
1: 100%. So and he's fighting this weekend? Who's he fighting?
2: He's fighting Uriah Hall in the main event. Um, oh, that's,
1: that's right. Yeah, of course. It should, really,
2: should be a really good fight. Uh, you train with Uriah Hall, right, Jason? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how good is your Iowa? Oh. Yeah. He's good, man.
0: Like uh, he, he's got like all the skills and like all the tools. Like I, I don't know. I don't know what's going been going on lately with them, you know? But uh I don't know. Maybe you could elucidate me on that.
2: But uh, he's been, he's been yeah. in a lot of camps. He's one of those guys that going to camp to camp to camp. Um, but he seems to be
0: He's well really, burst.
2: His last fight was against Chris Weidman. It was where Weidman broke his foot on him.
0: Oh, uh, uh, okay. See, I, I and what we'll, what we'll fight before that?
2: Before that, he knocked out Anderson Silva in the fourth round. Right, a fight yeah. that was like kind of it was like even sort of, and then uh, he knocked out Anderson. And then he felt terrible about it and apologized to Silva about it. He, like it seems like he's a guy that's really good at fighting, but he doesn't like fighting. And yeah, It, was, I know. it seems yeah. like
1: really. He might have some mental health things going on. Remember he
2: back in the Elton Fighter, remember he was someone was a bully, but he wasn't, but you, you, you hang out with this guy, he's the nicest guy. I've hung out with him on numerous occasions. Really sweet guy, like a guy that's just like very not emotional, but he, he wears a heart on the sleeve. Before that he beat he beat, he beat Carlos Shoeface. Uh by the way, who shoe face has a win over Gary Tonin with a flying triangle in a jiu jitsu match, by the way. Uh, random. Uh, and then he beat Bevan Lewis. So he's oh, on shit. a four-fight win streak. He lost to Paulo Costa 2018, a fight that he was also winning. Um, and then uh, – so, yeah, so he's won four in a row. Uh, maybe he finally is – he's one of these dudes that sometimes loses the first two rounds, remembers he's in a fight, and then just knocks you the fuck out with a flying knee or something or some kind of crazy thing. Sean Strickland, on the other hand, I think has won like 16 – no, he, uh, he beat Jocko, he beat Brendan Allen, he beat Jack Marshman. Uh, his last loss was in 2018. He got knocked out. And then he lost to Usman 30-27, uh, which, you know, uh, in 30-26. He lost there. But he's also a guy that, like, uh, has, has everything. It should be a good fight. It um, should be a really good fight, actually. Um, I'm curious about it. It's a main event. People are not talking about it. These are always the cards where everyone's like, Holy shit, greatest card ever. Like, eight knockouts in a row. Because no one's watching it, and like, you yeah, know, also you have like low expectations. Um, but that's the big one on this card. Um, so I'm excited about it. Uh, yeah, um, it got announced this weekend. That, Wait, yeah. man, I always
0: get confused.
2: Everybody's
0: always saying this weekend. Yeah, this Saturday. Oh, right.
2: Bellator and UFC are going head to head Saturday. Night.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, my God. What are we doing? Like, laptops? Everybody's popping out their phone? Or, like, how many screens do we need? <laughs> it's My is wife
2: not
0: going to handle all that.
2: Bellator is in L.A. It's in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, oh. right.
0: Um,
2: and then, uh, yeah, Bellator is so fucking stupid because they have fights on Friday nights for the last, like, whatever, on Showtime. They finally have a fucking amazing card, and they put it against your UFC. Which is just like, ugh. Like,
1: keep they're it trying to make point. a statement. Tr- I think they probably think they can beat UFC for this card. They're going to live
2: stream it
1: from the it's house? It's on Showtime. They're not, they're not. It's on Showtime. There's
2: no way. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, just the fact that it's on Showtime alone, it's like, um, yeah. They
1: don't have- and Showtime doesn't have a pay-per-view option like ESPN or anything like that. No.
2: Brian Barbarana's fighting. Genu Fry's on the card against Ashley Yoder, who's a hottie. Uh, Nico Montagna, who won the Ultimate Fighter, who's a Native American. From the, res, from the res, as they call it. From the res. It's fighting Wu Yanan. Uh, by the way, those are always whenever I do a show and it's like near a reservation, always the best. They laugh like no one else. Uh, I guess people who've been at the hardest. <laughs> people,
1: people
2: who've had it the hardest, are usually like the fucking laugh. Brian Barbarena is on the card. Uh, like Brian Barberena, he lives on a farm now in like I don't know Tennessee or something. He moves his family to a farm. Uh, he's coming off. Uh, he beat Anthony Ivey. He lost to Randy Brown. He knocked out Ellenberger quick. Uh, beat, lost to Vicente Luque. He's a guy who's been around for a while too. He was only thirty-two. Holy shit! Looks like he's like fifty. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a good, going to be a good card. Uh, it got announced today that Riddick Bowe is fighting Lamar Odom. <laughs> so, in celebrity boxing. Uh, Riddick Bowe You was, gotta be fucking kidding me! Are you oh, fucking kidding me right I swear now? I on my life, Riddick Bowe, fifty-three years old. <laughs> at one point, was the heavyweight champ of the world. Remember, he threw it in the trash instead. At like but a I'm column saying, column. he's gonna.
0: Oh my god, he's gonna fight Lamar Odom. Yeah. Oh my. God. I mean, Lamar Odom did beat Eric. Wait, Carter, they're in so. on it together, right? They're in on it together. Well, right? No, they're, they're gonna fight. Gonna Riddick Bo's not gonna fucking kill him, is he? Because, like, bro, this is like,
2: that's a big
0: mismatch.
2: Looks like he can barely walk. I hate to say it. Oh, really? really, He looks like he's in. He's got a bad bad ankle, some shit. What happened? He just looks like he's just, like, arthritis. I don't know. He looks like he's been through fucking, they got hit by a train or something. He looks like he's in bad shape. Like, if you walk by him in the street, you would not know that was Riddick Bo. You'd be like, that guy's in bad shape.
1: Oh, bro. Did Riddick Bo did he have a problem with drugs too?
2: It seems like he, I don't know if he had a problem with drugs, but if I had to guess, he's had a lot of problems over his life.
1: Uh, Is he skinny? Is yeah, he, skinny? He,
2: doesn't look like, skinny. he doesn't look like Riddick oh. Bo. And I'm, not, I'm just keeping it real. Oh, uh, um,
0: now, yeah, I hear
2: you. now, I've hung out with a guy who trained Lamar Odom. He thinks Riddick Bo's going to kill him. So, uh. <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, What's going exhibition match where you can't punch hard, Ridic hard Ridic in the, the face Bo. or something, right?
2: No, it's celebrity boxing. Uh. I don't know if they have, they have headgear. Well, the headgear is pretty janky
1: sometimes. Like,
0: it's like <laughs> Riddick Bow <laughs> still has, like, Riddick Bow punching power somewhere in
2: his body. Remember that fight it's with, with Galada? Remember when Galada was beating him and he kept hitting him below the belt? Uh, and they called him, like, the, the South like, Yeah. They said it was, like, the South Pole or something, or, like, because he was Polish. That was the cover of the paper or something. And then the second fight they had, somebody flew in from a – remember someone – in the middle of the fight, someone flew, like, flew in from, like, a parachute and went to jail for, like, a year because of it. And they called him, like, Fan Man.
0: Yeah, some weirdo ass.
2: Yeah. 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 And somebody – it was, like, a brawl. The guy flew from a parachute in the middle of a boxing match, and then somebody started beating him.
1: Was, was he like, protesting something, <laughs> I don't know. Or, or just having fun? <laughs> but it was like kind of normal. Like
0: you know, he was, he was, he was, and I don't know what it is. That's why I'm staying silent about it. I'm like, he, they, I don't have any information on it, but he was like saying something bad about something. <laughs> Caesars. That's where he did it,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I think he, he did like a year in jail for that, or two years. In jail. Yeah, yeah, that's like a wow. stunt gone wrong right there. <laughs> and then there was like one of Riddick Bowe's cornermen hit him with like, like like some kind of a hammer. He had like a hammer on him or something. Yes. And then yes. He, but it was the second time. It was a brawl. Like both fights, there were brawls, and both times he had the same hammer. Like the cornerman. Like he. Like he just, <laughs> <laughs> Why are we not checking these guys? <laughs> Motherfucking
0: hammers. No more hammers in the locker room.
1: Sons of bitches. That so he not... had the he had the hammer in the corner.
2: Yeah, yeah. Same yeah. like cornerman just kept <laughs> beating people up with hammers. It was some kind of foreign object. I don't know. I think it was something... it was a guy, at least a carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually the rapper, it was MC Hammer. Uh so Amanda
0: Hammer. All right,
2: never mind. So Amanda Nunez tested positive for COVID. Uh oh, her... Her fight with Pena is off. Now, uh, Jason, you were saying in jail. Did you, you get vaccinated in jail? Yeah. Uh, you said someone died of COVID, right? Some healthy guy? That's what they said.
0: but then the, Yeah, and in the paper it said there was one death in the jails. So right. I guess somebody died there.
2: Well, did the lights go off and all of a sudden the, his, like, the guy got stabbed and they said COVID? Was that how it went down? Or?
0: <laughs> no, they just stabbed us all with COVID. <laughs>
2: Uh, so so Nunez versus Pena is off, which sucks. Cause uh, I don't know, man. I, I was rooting for Pena. I, that's, really? Of course, I love Pena. That's like that's, I mean, she's like a legit friend. Like I invited her to my like my wedding, like,
1: like a friend, friend. Oh, she was at your wedding. Holy shit!
2: Well, she didn't come, but she was invited. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but I, yeah, I, I like Pena. Um, and it was like a rocky story for her. Like on paper, no nobody was giving her a shot. No. Um, she's a
0: very talented mixed partial artist. Hello. Like she also believes she has a picks. master of the arts. Like she's fucking really good. like a smart girl that like figured out all the different styles, you know?
1: Yeah. She also It was nice to see.
2: She believes she can win too. Like that's the thing. It's like a lot of times yeah, people she
0: like. Can. It, you know?
2: She can't. Um so uh you yeah, what else is going on? Connor, uh so McGregor. You hear what happened with McGregor, his, like, his uh, tweets? So he, um, he tweeted out, I guess, after Poirier beat McGregor, uh, what's his name? Khabib tweeted out, like, God is good. Um, and then, you know, good will always defeat evil or something, right? Something along the lines. I'm paraphrasing. Sorry, I don't have it in front of me. But Conor McGregor then tweeted out, like, COVID is good. Father is evil. Basically, because Khabib's dad died of COVID. Uh, no, he did, like, a parody of that with
0: the fucking writing.
2: Well, then he deleted it. He, like, was, like, I, I, I read what, Wait, what was it read, exactly he said, COVID that is evil? Oh. No, he said, COVID is good, like, your dad is evil or something. He basically Whoa. said, it was, like, it was Whoa. horrific. He goes, COVID is good and father is evil. That was the exact tweet. And then with oh, a question wow. mark. With a question mark. Uh, and then he deleted it. Um... DC obviously then called Khabib, make sure he was okay. Uh, and what? he said he was, when absolutely went over the line. I don't even know what the fuck he was thinking. I mean, what did
1: Khabib respond? Did he no. tweet back or anything?
2: I mean, I'd I hope not respond by showing up at his house <laughs> like, by himself. He's <laughs> living <laughs> shit out of him. I mean, man, I don't know what he's thinking. I don't, I don't know what drugs he's on or, or what or why, but I,
0: What do you mean? He just had his ankle fucking snapped, bro. Are you joking? This guy is on all kinds of shit, like, uh, you know, fixing his fucking ankle. Uh, They better have already pinned it up. Oh,
1: man. And also, the Khabib-McGregor fight was the number one pay-per-view for USC of all time, right? So part two would, like, blow up the world. So he can get Khabib out of retirement by making fun of his father and good business.
2: That's a, he's like an Irish bad guy,
1: bro.
0: You
2: might
0: be the, the first ever.
2: Talk about a guy that wouldn't let go after he had him in a submission. I mean, he might just choke him to die Like he's dead. I mean, think like, I mean, yeah, you about right. a guy that jumped out of the fucking octagon to fight his friend, you know, after he won. Like, I mean, that was insane. <laughs> that, was, ah! that was insane.
0: Oh, Jesus. Very, very fighting fighty people that there's a lot of fighty people around the world i'll tell you about Uh,
2: chris weidman says that uh his leg is not healing properly he has to get another surgery Uh, jesus that sucks um and then september 11th jason we should definitely go to this vitor belfort is fighting oscar de la jolla in la for triller uh (laughs) damn
1: you said uh, like September a man
0: 11th? Live. Yeah, September 11th. Oh, you <laughs> September would never 11. make that up. You would never fucking make that. Thriller. Up.
2: Um, I don't know. They already had a press conference. Dale Hoy does not look like he's in shape. I'm sorry. He looks like he's been, like, and Vitor Belfort looks like he's close to that fucking Adonis that he was at one point. Um, at the same time, those boxing skills are insane. I mean, Dale Hoy has got crazy boxing skills. Yeah. Uh, i know that's
0: the interesting question like can vitor avoid that for like the early part of it because like you know dude oscar de la Hoya is like the kung fu of boxing pretty much you know what i mean like they he does like the certain things but you know he's a lot lighter a lot lighter than uh beats belford is a hulk he's the incredible hulk you know what i mean did you ever train with him no never never yeah i took a piss with him one time
2: <laughs> what really? Like was yeah, the on year, was yeah, it yeah, on fire. Was it burning? Was it how's he? How's he uh, You
0: know what I mean. It was urinals. Okay, we were gentlemen about it. All right. Is
2: that what's in a yeah. California wildfire? Was his urine?
0: Yeah. So we both were sitting there pissing. I was like, bro, Pizza, uh, hey, Peter. You need to fight it again, bro. Come on, the shorts.
2: Yeah. Uh, man. Um, Alan Belcher is out of retirement and he's doing bare knuckle boxing. Uh, Alan Belcher. um That's a, a cowboy, isn't it? He's a great fighter. Has the worst tattoo in the history of sports. Remember, he has what a is it? Johnny Cash tattoo, but it doesn't. It looks like like Rosie O'Donnell kind of Chaz <laughs> Bono. Like it, it, it just <laughs> was like you know, but
0: uh, indistinct human tattoo. Ugh.
2: And uh, unfortunately, Tatiana Suarez, who I think undefeated girl. National yeah. wrestling champion. Yeah. She, I mean, fucked up Carla Esparza. She was on yeah. her way, I think, to a championship. She beat cancer, this girl. Um, she was supposed to fight Roxanne Mattafari, kind of like they were giving her a kind of a comeback fight from her injury. And she says she has a really bad knee surgery, headed to surgery after withdrawing. So that sucks. Uh, yep. Uh, that sucks. Um, uh, TJ, Algermaine Sterling said to TJ Dillashaw, You didn't come clean, you idiot. You got caught about oh. – Would uh, you you watch that fight, by the way, Sterling versus Sanhagen, Jason? Last week, you watched the fight? Wait, you mean it's
1: Dillashaw
2: versus Sanhagen? Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I mean Sanhagen versus Dillashaw. Do you watch it? Did
0: yeah,
1: watch it? I didn't see.
2: Uh, it was a pretty close fight. It, it could have went either way. Um, what did you think, Bill?
1: Well, did not they tally up like every single commentator analysis in the world, and they all came out saying Sandhangin won just by average? Really? Yeah, I think they did. They, they tallied up like fifty people scoring it. I mean, Khabib said that Sandhangin won too.
2: You know, I think it was one of those things where he had him so hurt in the second round that because it was the other ones were kind of close, they were giving it to the guy that because was like it was the comeback, like that cut was so bad. I feel like there was an, like, with judging, I feel like there's an emotional factor in judging. Um, Yeah. Where if one guy gets, like, even if you see a close fight and one guy is completely ripped and shredded and the other guy looks like a fat pud and it's close, (laughs) they give it to the fat pud because you think... I agree with you. You think he shouldn't be winning the fight. Great.
1: But shouldn't, shouldn't damage be a part of the judge's scorecard at the end? Shouldn't they take into account the damage that has been inflicted? You know what
2: I mean, I mean, back in the, they said if it was a pride fight, they would have given it to. Uh, back in the day, you know, with different judging, you know, it was a twenty-minute fight, but it's not as different. I mean, what, you, Jason? What are you doing? Are you stretching, stra-
1: bro? Stretching. He's, tra- He's got a fight to prepare for. Remember? Yeah, no. I mean, Jason, I'm
2: just we're talking about training. You know, Jason. Let's. Talk, by the way, how is your comeback? Because people are asking if you're going to come. You look, you look like pretty swell.
1: You look pretty swell right now, man. You look like I mean no, I'm just like reforming myself you know what I mean like are you doing sparring at the gym
0: yeah of course yeah this is, we had a nice fight party last night are you winning the rounds yeah I mean I look if we're training right everybody should be winning rounds you
2: know okay but, uh so I mean but are you look like you you would say at this rate you're about four months away from maybe actually competing I don't know. <laughs>
0: you know, no, what do you mean? I'm just like, make a get,
2: guess. Come on, you know your body, you know your worth, you know, you can make a lot of money real quick if you really want to. I know, to. I know, but what am I gonna do? You know,
0: like, I'm just like, uh, getting my body ready for whatever comes next, you know. Uh, so far, so good. So far, so good. am
2: fight. I'm not pushing to fight. You do whatever you
1: feel is better. That's what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: I'll be ready for whatever opportunity presents itself, you know.
1: Adam, you gotta take Mayhem to like the uh, Tyson Ranch and hook him up with the Triller guys. Have uh, him fight like one of the Backstreet Boys or something. I just
2: want Jason to be mentally healthy. And, Wait, what
1: the healthy. fuck? Uh, it's not gonna be me mentally healthy
0: <laughs> to go to some Barbie dream house, right? <laughs> and have a fucking fight party with uh, Mike Tyson and his company.
2: I want him to be happy and healthy and whatever he wants to do. I, but I understand his his dilemma. If if all this if somebody if there was like a way for him to make a quarter million dollars pretty quickly, you know, yeah. why would you not do that? Yeah, you only have, yeah. he's only going to have a certain amount of years left for him to do that. And he's still in shape. He's still if he's competing now, he's doing well against pros. You know, it's the writings on a wall. At the same time, it's like. Uh, you know, I mean, he, he's a guy that, you know, at the highest level. Now, when you sparred Anderson Silva, who won the rounds?
0: Well, see, I know you're talking about there. I, I got to takedowns, you know. But, man, I got to see the finesse and the uh, style of Anderson Silva up close. The speed, um, that was like a big honor, you know, uh, in, in a way, because he, he's a elite.
2: Uh, the, the word on the street is he's going to fight Logan Paul uh, in a boxing match.
0: That Yeah, that's going to be fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to win? Is that really going to happen? Every time you tell me these things, yeah. I, I feel like you're joking because you're a comedian, Adam. You're a comedian, him Adam. 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 you're three, a comedian. three weeks. You're three weeks a comedian, saying, Adam. I know. You're a comedian, Adam. I, and this is, Adam, three, you're a comedian. Thank you. I can't thank even... You. Come on, bro.
2: Three weeks. I've been saying Ripa is going to fight Lamar Odom. <laughs> Today it gets announced. Every time you say it, I'm like, this guy is just joking. No, according to Jake Paul, he's the one liking it. I mean, that's the word on the street.
0: Jake Paul liked he's it Logan on Twitter. Paul. So Logan, that Paul. Means Logan Paul. So that means Logan Paul liked it on Twitter. So what?
2: Google Logan. Look, they're, they're trying to get. Google welcome Google welcome No, Google Logan Paul Anderson Silva. Is a fucking no, I'm not
0: googling dollars. nothing, man. Don't just send it to me. Who wins
2: man. the fight? Man,
0: I don't. I don't care. Yeah, you do. I know I don't. Who? Who the hell are you talking? And, and you who wins the fight? The
2: fans. The
0: fans. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you always gotta root for the UFC guy, right? As a, as a MMA guy. Oh my <laughs> god! Don't tell me what I gotta do. Uh.
2: <laughs> If Logan Paul, if, if those guys fought the same night, right, the night that uh, Anderson Silva beat Chavez Jr., I think he runs through fucking Logan Paul. I mean, Chavez Jr. is a high-level fighter, a guy that, like, went, like, 12 rounds against Canelo, <laughs> then and Anderson fucking won almost every round against him. I know Logan Paul.
0: Did, I don't see how fucking Paul, like, can pull into I, – I, I don't see how Logan Paul can figure that out. Like how do you figure out a dude who just is versed in the sweet science and still, you know, able to do it? Like, uh, uh, man, Anderson has like a really mastery of martial arts footwork and he's like a ninja. And I always say this ninja, I guess that's some kind of ranking in my head where, you know, he can float out of range real nice and he converted it to boxing super nice against Jada Jr. And, the the difference is aggression, I think, because I think Paul will get fired up and start going for it, you know, like try to get him in the corner. I think this is going to happen, you know, like he'll try to push him back. But Anderson will step and slide, step and slide, and it's only eight rounds. Or is that yeah. what? It, well, I'm I know hearing? Logan,
2: everyone's like, well, Logan looked against Mayweather, but he had seventy five pounds on him.
0: That's what I'm and saying. He doesn't have. It's a more pounds. even match. It's a more yeah. even match. And Anderson, you know, can be heavy. He can get heavier too. You know, like I'll never get... forget
2: the Anderson Silva vs. Griffin fight. That was the craziest fight I've ever of course.
0: Seen. Yeah, that's like a good blueprint. Yeah,
2: I mean, Forrest Griffin looked like an amateur against Silva, and Forrest Griffin is an amazing fighter. I mean, amazing. Now, granted, I think Forrest took like some kind of sleeping pill the night before, and I think he may have still been on the sleeping pill. <laughs> Like, according to him, like, he couldn't sleep, and he, his, his wife gave him some kind of octagon, or something, something that fucking, and he, he wasn't all there, and it makes sense when you think about it, because he was looking, but it was like a fight where one guy's in slow motion, and the other guy's in fast motion. That was, that was crazy. That was like, that was insane. And you spar with both guys, you know?
0: Of course, yeah. I yeah. Mean, did
2: you see that fight going that way?
0: Yeah, yeah. You did? Yeah, I mean, like you know, because uh, at that time, like Forrest Griffin's boxing skills were not or underdeveloped. Like he had a different style, and Anderson had to already like figure that out. You know, like how to get inside on on that kind of boxing style, and like um, you know, once you're inside the pocket, and then you guys are exchanging, the the dude who's slower has at a significant disadvantage. You know, once the guy's tired, then he has to throw haymakers, you know, so he can get around it. He wasn't you know? tired.
2: It was the first round.
0: Oh, I know. He just went – but uh, it was after, like, a big scramble. Yeah. Nothing once there's a, a big was so wrestling – a big wrestling scramble would take take it out of your muscles, you I was know?
2: so depressed, though, the Chael-Anderson fight, the first one. That was, like – I was bummed for, like, two weeks. I was so rooting for Chael in that fight – and then when he won, four minutes and, like, 30 this seconds. This is the
0: most amazing fight of all time. This is the oh most God. amazing oh, fight of all time. Yeah. man.
2: I mean, Chael did everything he said he was going to do. And then just the last fucking two minutes. Um, now, you fought Chael. Only- no. Yeah. Uh, so he fought Chael. And when they fought, it was, at like, an Indian casino, Bill. And the, the ring it was outside. Or it was raining. And, like, the ring kept Collapsing, so they had to fight. On one, they had to fight on one side of the ring. Like, <laughs> am I right?
1: When was Correct.
2: this? Uh, it was like what year two thousand and one. Oh shit! Wow. Now, did you did you think Chael had a shot against Silva when they fought? Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah, he was like a very the takedowns. You know, that's. That was a uh, exact opposite fight, you know. One guy is more of a stand-up guy; didn't have the wrestling. One guy's a wrestler guy. But, you know, it, it's easy for the wrestler guy to keep getting the dude down and wearing him out, usually, you know. And I guess that was the game plan for Silva's, like, to, to to slow him down and take damage, you know, like, uh, and uh, finally catch the submission. Like, they it, it feel like. Anderson, they worked the game plan out in advance, you know.
2: But well, he, he also didn't believe in Silva's hype at all. I think that really helped him. Yeah. You no, know, he didn't like Chael. Just didn't think of like he he didn't, he didn't believe it. Like Chael, uh, Chael was the most. But he got caught in a triangle.
1: I know. That was- he must wake up in a cold sweat like once he in week he with got a Lost. a nightmare about that. Caught in a caught in a triangle. Oh, I know. I know.
2: He, he got caught in a triangle. He would have just stayed away, like. I don't know what he was thinking. Cause they- the, the, the He announce-
1: must have nightmares about that concept. The announcers
2: kept saying it too. Like the announcers kept saying, he's like swimming in the guard. He's like, he's, gonna, he, he's playing with fire, he's playing with fire. And then it was just like, I don't know if it was stubbornness or, or what, or Chael just wanting to prove American wrestling. I don't know, man. It was just like, oh, uh, that, was, that, was, that was crazy. Yeah, that, was, that was so rough. And the second fight was was weird. He went for that oh, spin- I got a beat, yo. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we got it, We got it, We got to head head out. Uh, Jason, what do you have coming up?
0: Oh man, I got a whole next up.
2: Bill, <laughs> right. uh, what do you have coming up? <laughs> oh, your cat's so cute.
1: Oh, thanks. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got a bunch of shows: uh, Long Beach Laugh Factory, and then Chocolate Sunday, Sunday, um, which I haven't done in probably like three years. So I'm excited for that. You
2: got a murder. You're going to murder. I will be in Boulder, Colorado this weekend at the Laugh Lines Comedy Club Friday night and Saturday night. And then I will be at Off the Hook Comedy Club uh, August 19th to the 22nd in Naples, Florida. Uh, Jason, anything?
1: All right. Something happened, man. You got a call. You got a phone call. If you guys want
2: to train and you live in L.A., go to Fight Science Gym. Fight Science Gym. I think it's like on like Pico... Uh, it's down there. Jason Miller, you can train with the great Mayhem Miller. I know he only wants to train pros, but he'll probably he'll, he'll, he'll fucking take you. You want to yeah, learn one of he's the he's... best guys of all time, a guy that beat Robbie Lawler and fought Shell Sonnen and fought Bisbing and fought GSP and a guy that fucking tapped out Sakuraba? Uh, this is the guy. So go to Fight Science Gym. Uh, plus, he needs to work.
1: So you guys are great. Uh, thank you guys so much, and uh, take care.